Welcome to Hey Therapist. I'm your host, Leslie Ross. With me is my producer, Jay Wesley Lindley. Let's get mental. and welcome back to Hey Therapist. We are on episode 28 and this will be the last episode of this year. It's been a weird year. This will be the last one as we go into the new year, which will be 2024. It just doesn't even seem real. Like I feel like we should be living in Jetson times. I don't know. It's just odd. 2024. It's just such a big number. Um, Happy to have made it this far. But, you know, it's just odd. And when we think about, you know, I, I'm, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm the meme that when I say the other day, it could mean yesterday all the way back into my birth. Because I think about things where we were just over this past week. I had a very long week of travel and going and employee events and then conference and just hanging out with a lot of friends. And we were talking about things. And at conference, you always run into people who you haven't seen in a while. And you start talking about things. You're like, oh, yeah. Just oh, that was like six years ago. It, it just it, time just moves so quickly, and that's one of the things that you know we want to talk about today. I want to talk about time moving quickly and not wasting any of it. We can look, and I mean, we always waste some time. That's not what I'm saying, but you know, sometimes we don't make the choices we want to make because we're afraid. We don't change our lives because we're afraid. We don't. We don't want other people involved in our lives because we're afraid. But life is too short to really be that afraid. I mean, there's a lot of scary things that happen. Family and love and all the things, work, all of that, that are scary. There's things that are scary in in all of those things just by nature. But we don't want it to hold us back from making any of those decisions. I want us all moving into the new year without resolutions. If you listen to the holiday special, Christmas, whatever it was titled, it was a couple episodes ago. I think it was episode 26. We talked about resolutions and how resolutions usually don't stick. We start them, we don't stick with them. So I wanna talk about the difference in making resolutions and reframing your life. Because I think looking at a reframe is way better than setting resolutions. And what I mean by that is, you know, we get into our patterns and our patterns are usually habits and they're not great. And we stick with them because it's what we know. The devil you know. Everyone's heard that expression. The devil you know. We stay in jobs because it's the devil we know. We stay in relationships, it's the devil we know, it's whatever, because we know what's gonna happen there. But it's, it's scary to make change and it's scary to change jobs, relationships, friendships, whatever, our hair. Cut your hair. You want to cut your hair off? Cut your hair off. It'll grow back. Or you can get some put on. It's fine. They make those. Just go get it sewn in. It's not a problem. If you have short hair and you want long hair, go get it sewn in. Uh, you know, it's it's making those decisions that you're, you're curious about, but maybe you don't want to make. Make them. What's the worst that can actually happen? And when I say that, I mean it. What is the actual worst? Because again, we talk about, we've talked about this before, but when we, when we think about change and we think about making decisions, we go down this rabbit hole 
are, are more of a haunted forest trail, right? It's werewolves and fog and smoke, hooting owls and all of these things that probably aren't realistic. What is the actual worst that can happen if I cut my hair off? And it goes super short. Ah, I don't really like it. Okay, it'll grow out. But in the meantime, I could throw on a wig. I could get some extensions. I could do these other things while it does that. If I change jobs and I don't like it, okay, then you stay at that job until you find another job that you do like. I mean, the best time to look for a job is when you have one. Make those decisions. Change the relationship. Get away from that toxic person. And it may be, well, if I leave or if I kick them out or if I do any of these things, they're going to throw a big fit. It's going to be hard. They're going to keep my kid from me or they're going to do this or they're going to do that. Well, there's a lot of laws that come into play uh, when it comes to children. There's a lot of legalities that come into play when it comes to certain other things. And toxic people are like toddlers. If you have to make those decisions and you know it's going to be terrible, be ready to stick with it. Because that behavior that you dislike so much within your home or within your friendship is going to escalate. And it's going to escalate and it's going to escalate and it's going to escalate. And if you don't react, if you don't buy into it, if you stick to maybe it's a, a friendship, but you still have to work together. Maybe it's a, a relationship and you do have a kid together. Maybe it's whatever it is that you still may need to be in contact with this person. You only talk about those things. We don't engage. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Their behavior will get worse and worse and worse. And then eventually they'll stop and they will move that behavior onto their next victim who's going to put up with it, who's going to tolerate it, who's going to buy into it and let them get their way. Eventually the behavior will stop if you stop buying into it, if you stop letting them be in control. Because that's what happens when we're involved with toxic people is their behavior is control and you allow it because you don't want to fight. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. You're afraid of this. You're afraid of that. Okay, but set a plan in place, get all your ducks in a row, and then kick them out or move out or quit the friendship or block them or whatever you need to do. And as their behavior escalates, you're no longer responding. You're not fighting the fight. What? Because we know it's not going to do any good. So we're making these, these changes that may be really, really hard, but in the end, your happiness is what's important because time is short. Time is limited. We don't get a lot of time to be happy. And when we find something that, or someone that makes us happy, you should stick with that. Like pursue that. If if they are, if they're also wanting to pursue that, don't pursue it just because they make you happy. If they don't want anything, like don't be a stalker. Nobody likes a creeper. That's, that's my caveat to that. But if, if both people are on, on board, it may be hard, but you make it, you can make it work. We, you can make anything you want to work because if you want to, you can, but our old habits and our, our fears keep us restrained. And until we create new habits, until you shift your focus, you may not have a happier life. If someone doesn't like the decisions you're making, so, and they may be family members, they may be people that are super close to you and, and you may value their opinion and their input. 
but they don't get to have a say about your life because your life is your life. And I feel very soapboxy right now, but I, it's so true. You know, I was, I have gone against the grain many times in my life. And I was asked the other day how, how that is. Like, how do you, how do you do that? How does it not bother you when people judge you or they make statements about it or they have really big opinions? And the truth is it does bother me. Like I would love to have unconditional support in everything and every decision that I've ever made and ever will make. But the reality is people have their own beliefs. And I don't, I, I will listen and I will take it into account and I will hear your point of view, but ultimately I'm going to do what my spirit says do, what I feel is right for me. Because that's the, that's the only thing I can do. Because if I'm making my life decisions based on other people's opinions of me or ideas of what I should be or could be or who, what, gosh, that sounds really exhausting and, and really unfulfilling. So I'm going to make my decisions. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I encourage everyone else to do that. And I'm not saying it's easy. I, there's plenty of times where I have... I'm sure, and I, I don't know that they would say it, but I know I've disappointed my parents. I know I've made bad decisions in the family. I know I've hurt people's feelings or whatever because I made a decision that they didn't want me to make or I moved on and and it wasn't, they weren't ready for me to move on, but it's it was time for me. And are there decisions that I regret? Of course there are. There are so many things that I would go back and just change little things. I don't I don't want to change a lot because my life is my life and and I'm I'm here for a reason and the universe has moved me and, and God has moved me and these things have have put in play. But there are times where I can look back and be like, wow, I was kind of a shitty person. And I've apologized to the people that I recognize that I've been a shitty person to. I, I've tried to apologize. And if you're listening and you're one of those people and you've never gotten an apology from me, my bad. I really do hate that anything that I have ever done has really hurt someone else in any way. Was it the decision that I made and do I stand by it? Yeah. But if it hurts you, I hate that because, you know, I, I don't want to hurt anyone. And also, sometimes things just hurt. We make decisions that aren't always popular ones. And that's okay. I, you know, I want you to to think about making those own decisions and and being your own person and finding, find your joy. There's a, a TikToker that I love. He's a, he's a school teacher somewhere. I don't know. He has a very strong accent. I can't remember his name and I apologize for that. But he always tells stories about his students. And at the end, he always says, find your joy. And I just, I love that because it's so true. Do what makes you happy. It may not be the most popular opinion. It may not be the most lucrative decision. You may not be making a ton of money. You may, but if you're happy, then do it. I'm not saying shirk your responsibilities. Yes, sometimes we are in positions where we have financial obligations or family obligations or whatever it is, and we cannot make those big decisions right now. But you can plan for it. Start making a plan. Manifest that shit. Make you a board. Let the let everything come into play. Set up a goal. Do little things in whatever it is that you want to do that's going to make you happy. Be confident in that. Be confident in your decisions and be confident in 
what you're saying and doing. And it's it's going to get everyone else on board because a lot of times when we're making these big sweeping decisions or changes or whatever it is, we're a little unsure of it, which is fine and normal. And when we present that to the people that love us and care about us, it makes them a little unsure. So that's where we may get more of the concern and more of the input that we may not want. And it's also okay when you're making decisions and when you are making a plan to not run it by your board of directors, whoever you have in your life that you consider your board of directors. Everyone, uh, almost everyone has a board. It may be your family members. It may be a friend group. It may be whoever it is. They can be your focus group, your board of directors, whatever it is. But if you're making a decision and you know, it may not be super popular. Maybe you've lived in the same spot and you have been looking and you found this job that's across the country or just in another state that's not going to be right up the street. You may not be ready to run it by the board until you've made the decision. It doesn't need to involve a lot of people because you get to make the decision on what your life looks like. And that's why I say we want to reframe our world instead of make resolutions. Because again, resolutions may not stick. But if you say, you know what I'm going to do this next year, I'm really going to try to focus on being more grateful, having a little more gratitude. Because even when life sucks, there is almost always something to be grateful for. And maybe it's it's because you woke up that day. And that day, you may not have wanted to wake up. You may wake up thinking, oh, I, I really was hoping to not wake up today. But I did, so I'm grateful for it. Because there's a reason I'm here. And you may not know that reason yet. But there's a reason. Reframe it into not, I'm going to just be positive all the time and I'm never going to be negative. Well, that's not realistic. Yes, you will. You will be negative. You are going to find something that upsets you. You are going to find something that bothers you. Reframe it. I'm going to exercise all the time. I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to do, maybe reframe that into, I'm going to do my best to make better choices when it comes to my health. It's not as harsh as saying, I'm not, I'm cutting out sugar. I'm going to not eat bread. Some people can just cut, I have a friend right now, God love her. She has not had any sugar or bread or anything for like 40 something days. I do not know how she's doing it, but man, she's doing it. And I couldn't be more proud of her. I I don't know that I could do it. I'm not sure that I'm that again, resolute in things, but I can reframe it into, I'm not going to eat as much sugar. I'm going to start cutting it out. And when you do those little things, because it's those little things that turn into big things. Maybe you drink sodas all day long and you know that you shouldn't be drinking sodas all day long because we really shouldn't be drinking sodas all day long, but it's what you do. It's your habit. It's your addiction. So maybe you cut it to, you know what? I'm going to drink sodas until two o'clock. And after two, I'm not going to have any sodas. Will there be days you have a soda after two? Probably. But you're not cutting yourself off. And a lot of times when we say, I'm not going to, your brain is like, hold my beer. But if you say, you know, I'm going to try to do a little better. I'm going to start 
walking a little bit more during the day. So at your office, you go to the bathroom that's farther from your room or you park a little bit farther out in the parking lot and you walk a little bit farther that way. You're not making these big sweeps. You're not saying I'm going to go to a track every day or three days a week and I'm going to walk the track three or four times and we're all of a sudden adding this in. You're probably not going to do that. But if we can reframe that thought into, you know what? I really feel like I should be walking more. I'm going to park farther out. Most people park and go inside stores. A lot of people only do pick up anymore still. But if you're going to Walmart or the grocery store or wherever you are, I'm going to park a little farther out in the parking lot. And it may only be four or five spots farther than you would normally, but you did it. We, we take our wins. And when we start recognizing our accomplishments and reframing that thought to, you know what, today I took more steps than I did yesterday. And tomorrow I'm going to try to take a couple extra more. That's when we see change and growth. And so I want you to just think about what thoughts can you reframe? What habits do you have that you don't particularly love? What are you doing in your life that is making you miserable or unhappy? Who is in your life that's making you miserable and unhappy? And what do you need to change that? And it may be, I'm, you know, maybe you can't just say, I'm going to cut them off. I'm blocking, I'm changing my number, I'm blocking theirs, I'm taking them off all my social medias, I'm not going to answer their emails, whatever it is. But it's, you know, I'm going to start pulling, pulling back from that. I'm going to set some boundaries. Maybe that's the way you start. And then as you start to set those boundaries and you start to pull away from that toxicity, you realize how good it feels and it makes it easier to continue that. It makes it easier to set bigger boundaries. Sometimes we have to deal with people we don't want to, but this is the only communication we have about this topic or about this subject. This is the only way we communicate. I'm not going to call you on the phone. I'm not going to text you. I'm only going to email you, whatever it is. You can set that up so that it's less stressful for you. Resolutions or whatever, like we talked about before, really, they don't always work. But if we reframe our thoughts, and we can reframe our thoughts about anything. My life sucks. I'm just really unhappy right now. Okay, reframe that to, at this time, I don't enjoy what's happening. However, I'm going to start looking at other jobs. I'm going to start looking at other places to live. I'm going to start trying to find a new house or whatever it is. And when you start doing those things, even if it doesn't happen quickly, it feels pretty good to know that you have forward motion. A lot of times we get stuck in our negative thoughts. We get stuck in our beliefs that nothing can ever be different, that this is just my life now, that I'm just going to be unhappy because I made this decision or I did this thing or whatever it is. When in fact, that is just not true. Because you can look around and see many people who may have been in your situation, may have had your same thought process, may have, have had the same thing happen to them, and they're happy, and they're productive, and they're in careers, or relationships, or families, or friend groups, or towns, or jobs, or whatever it is that they truly love. And it's because they reframed their thoughts. It's because they started that forward motion. 
nothing is going to change if you remain stuck. If you just decide this is my life now and I'm never going to be happy, then that's a true statement because you're going to start to believe that. Thoughts and feelings a lot of times are liars. It may feel like this is just the last thing you can do. It may feel like you can't make any change, but in fact, you can. It may not be quick and it may not be easy and it may not be painless, but it it can happen. And that's what I want everyone taking into the new year is looking at your life and looking at whatever it is that is is not bringing you joy, that is not making you happy, that is just making just meh. It's like meh. I just, yes, it's meh. Okay, how do you change that? What do you want to do? You know, I I love to train and I love to to talk and I obviously, which is kind of why I started the podcast because I feel like people want access to some we call it psychoeducation, right? I'm not doing therapy. I'm not out there helping, but I feel like it helps some people. And I've been told it helps some people. And, and it, again, I don't have a, a big audience one day, maybe, you know, everyone like, share, subscribe, do all the things, but I do it because I enjoy it. And I do it because it's something that I've wanted to do. And so I started it. Will I ever be rich off of it? I hope, but nah, I mean, probably not. But I'm going to put into the universe that, yes, I'm going to get syndicated one day. Someone's going to pick me up. I'm going to have something go viral. I don't know. I do it mainly because I enjoy it. And I've I've been told it's helped people. And that's why I want to do it. And that's why I continue to do it. I think it's important just to find those little things. Because work is hard and stressful. And do I enjoy it every day? No. Are there parts of it? Absolutely. There are, are things just about every day in my job, and it may only be one thing, and it may be for one moment that I'm like, oh, that was nice. Okay, that worked out, or I helped that person, or my staff is happy, or whatever it is. But do all day, every day, I love work? No. Do any of us? No. There's people that are doing the things they love that they don't love doing every day, and that's okay, because that's life, right? We're not, it's not rainbows and puppies, and sometimes things happen and we're not happy, but it's about finding what we can be grateful for. It's about finding what we can reframe. You know, we, we talked a few episodes ago about terrible things and grief and death. And sometimes when that happens, there's not a lot we can see, but that, but it's the joy in the people that you still have around you. It's the joy in finding those relationships. And maybe it was the wake up call of that person's gone and, you know, I I need to appreciate everyone else that's here. So sometimes terrible things do make us more grateful. Sometimes terrible things do help us look at the brighter side of life, as, you know, Monty Python says, always look on the bright side of life. I can't whistle or I do that part too. We want to look at the brighter side because if you get stuck in that darkness, Sometimes it's really hard to see the light. But if we start looking for the light, you'll find it. And it may come from an experience. It may come from a person. It may come from something at work. It may come from just anything. But if you if you change your thought, if you reframe to, I'm going to find the, the light things. I'm going to look for the things today 
that make me happy. And if you are someone who may struggle with depression and your depression keeps you in bed and you're not showering and you're not doing the things, get up, move to a different spot in your house. And if that's all you did all day, be grateful that you did that. And the more you are grateful and the more you recognize the good things, the little things, the things that make you happy, the more you will. What you notice is what you notice. And if you're only noticing bad things, if you're noticing the terrible things, if you're noticing the bad part of your life and you're sticking in that, then you will be stuck. But if you start to notice those positive things, if you start to remember, yeah, I was happy at that point. What was going on then? What could make me happy again? And you start angling that way, it's it will change your life. And and that is a true statement. And, and I know someone out there is rolling their eyes going, whatever, but I promise, Do it just for a few days and you'll start to see the change in your thought pattern. And if you have to do, you know, there's a lot of gratitude journals. Uh, If you need prompted things, you can Google it. You can find some prompts. If you want to just write it down at night before you go to bed, three things you were grateful for, three things that made you smile, three things that you're going to take into the next day, or just think about it. It will change the way you see the world. Because if you're wearing dark glasses and the cloud is above you, it's going to stay that way until you go, you know what? I kind of like this rain. I actually enjoy the way I look in these dark glasses and I'm just going to keep moving. And if you reframe it to, and I'm not even saying more of a positive, but just be neutral. Like, yeah, today was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was okay. It's not love. It's not hate. It's indifference. Just keep moving in that direction and saying, this is not the life I want to live. If you're in that situation and you're unhappy and something else is making you happy, or you think something else would make you happy, but you know what you're in is not making you happy. You may not know what will make you happy, but you know what's going on is not making you happy. Start making those changes. Figure out how to make those changes. Get all your little ducks in a row and then make the change. And you'll start to see, even as you're starting to get things, even if you just kind of look at it for the for the hope of it all. If you look at at it for the hope, that's going to change your thought patterns. That's going to change your outlook. Going into this new year, I encourage everyone to bring some hope, to find their joy, to see what they can do to make changes and be happier. I know I am going to. There's things that I'm leaving in 2023. I'm not carrying it with me. I, I don't need it. And you probably don't either. Lay it down. Stress, sadness, burdens, they're heavy. And you do not need to, to carry them to have learned your lesson. You don't need to carry the guilt and shame. Maybe you did screw up and maybe it was big. And maybe the consequences were big. Have you learned from that? And if the answer is yes, I'm never going to let that happen again. I'm never going to do that again. I'm going to make these changes. I've already made these changes. Then lay it down and leave it. You don't need to carry it with you to remember. You don't need to beat yourself up about it to make things any different in your life. Just make the changes and move forward. And that's what I encourage you all to do. I want to say that I am grateful 
for all of you that have listened and watched and liked, subscribed, and shared. Even if I'm not your jam, share it for me, please. Like, let's maybe one of your friends would enjoy the podcast. Maybe, you know, you can reach a, a different audience and, and share that. And if you have something you want shared, send it in to me. We'll do that. We'll talk about it. But I, I am really grateful for all of you who have listened, are listening and watching, who have liked and shared and subscribed, or, you know, maybe I'm not your cup of tea and that's okay. I don't have to be. Uh, but I hope that if you were listening to me because you were wanting some education and you were wanting some thoughts and to learn a little bit about what therapy might be like or what goes on in those settings, I hope you learn that. And maybe you're now applying it to your life and maybe you're moving forward. So we're, we're going to be back next year. And I'm very grateful for Jay and all the things he's done this year for me and helping out and getting going. And, you know, next year we're, we're going to start again and we'll, we'll bring some new episodes, come from new topics. If you have any thoughts, questions, any of that, you can send it to hey at hey-therapist.com. You can email me there. You can go onto the website and fill out those forms uh, if you have a question or whatever it is. I appreciate the feedback and that I've gotten, and I will appreciate any more that you want to send. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Happy to you. Happy New Year, and we will see you in 2024. For Mike Producer, Jay Lindley, I'm Leslie Ross. Thank you all for joining us. Please send any questions or comments through the website, heytherapist.com, or email help at heytherapist.com. They may be featured on the show anonymously. Hey Therapist is an SEOK radio production and is for your entertainment purposes only. Thank you for joining us. Make good choices.